hello and welcome to this episode of Tech, Linux, and Hacker Culture, or whatever order I have those words in on the title of this podcast. I don't remember. Let's move on. Today we're talking about Linux command line and why it's awesome, and why it's the only program you're ever going to really need. Because let's be serious, it does everything. So what is Linux command line? For those of you who may not know, the command line is a it's a blank screen with a blinking cursor and your username. It can be very intimidating to a new user of Linux, but they will soon find out how great this little application can be. It is here where you can type in commands and the computer will run them. You can actually run Linux with just this command line. No graphical user interface, no pictures, no mouse. You will often hear the command line called Terminal, and I'll be using this for the rest of this podcast. It is actually a terminal emulator, since the terminal is actually a piece of hardware that was used to enter commands into old mainframe computers of yesteryear. Your terminal emulator does the same stuff that the old Unix terminals did, except now it's software and a part of your computer itself. Side note, you will also hear this called a shell sometimes, so keep that in mind. This seems daunting if you have never used something like this in the past, and it's very understandable. I was a bit of an exception to the rule, as usual. Before I ever touched Linux, I had a computer that ran nothing but MS-DOS. I believe it was actually free DOS at the time, but same thing. This was a computer that only ran a blank screen with a blinking cursor. This may seem a bit limited in its ability to perform actions on your computer, but I assure you that it's the exact opposite. MS-DOS, this is true, but Linux Terminal is totally different. Once you drop the mouse and start seeing all the terminal can do, you'll be amazed. Things include text editing, programming, running programs, listening to music, installing programs, searching for files, navigating around your files, and monitoring the system resources. The more time I spend in Linux, the more I find myself looking for terminal-based applications to replace the graphical ones I used every day. However, there is one thing that I don't think they'll ever be able to replace in the terminal, and that is video playing. Videos are just not the same when you're doing them as ASCII art. You can even browse the internet with a terminal app. How cool is that? Over the rest of this podcast, we're going to get into why you use a command line interface, things that are benefit to you for using command line interface, and the best way to learn it, which I'm sure you can guess the best way to learn it. It's the best way to learn it. Let's get into the next section here, a little bit earlier than I had anticipated, but it's fine. So the question is, why use the command line interface or the terminal? So you may be thinking, JR, why should I bother? Mouse works just fine. Stop trying to make me a super nerd. I got you. I do have some points that I'm going to point out in the rest of this podcast as to why you should use terminal for most of your work and why I do my very best to move everything out of my graphical user interface into a terminal. Now, yes, yes, you might argue that a terminal is a graphical user interface and it is, it is. We're going mouseless. We're going lightweight. We're going fast. Customizable. Granted, of course, Linux is very customizable already, 
when you have a customizable terminal, it is like a piece of you, a piece of you in the the core of the machine. It's like you, it's like you are a part of it. Talk about cyborginess, cyborginess. Quoted right here. You heard it here first, guys. Cyborginess. So let's continue on and get into the 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 three reasons I think everyone should be using terminals and command line interfaces. The first reason I'm going to point out as to why you should be using a terminal is speed. Since the terminal does not rely on or need graphics that are crazy like buttons and windows and tabs and icons and the sort, it is much faster than what we're traditionally used to using in this day and age. I can easily rename a group of files with one line of command. This kind of speed translates to faster computations and more time for you to do the cool stuff that you want to do on your computer. Let's say you want to change a bunch of files to lowercase. You can right click them one at a time and retype the words in lowercase. That's kind of stupid. I'm not gonna lie. That is taking that's gonna take you forever. It'll take you forever. You have, you have more than like 10 files, you're gonna be there for a long time. But there is another option. This option is your command line. You can use the terminal and tell the computer to change them all at once using something that is called regular expression. Now this regular expression is a little bit of a learning curve, but it is a powerful thing. And the amount of time that it would take you to right click and start changing one of the files with a mouse, your computer will have finished them all. That's the kind of speed I'm talking about. Impressive, I know. What's next? What's next? The next thing we have is that it is lightweight. Using terminal-based applications are not only fast, but they are lightweight. This gains a huge advantage over the GUI-based applications. The terminal apps get their sleekness from not having to generate a window, buttons, and other GUI stuff that we come to know with our normal applications. This allows us to have many more things running at one time. I do this often using what is called Tmux. Tmux is a terminal terminal application that brings a window, a tiling window manager feel to your terminal. We can get into a tiling window manager and what they are in a later podcast because they are pretty epic and you should be using one and really streamline my workflow. So what I do, I load up my terminal emulator. I think right now I'm using Xterm. Then I run Tmux. Just type Tmux. It's quite easy. Once Tmux is open, I can have two terminals side by side. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. JR, JR. This is nothing special. I can do that with my computer right now. And you're right. You can do that with your computer right now. Your computers and your window, your, your, uh, what is it called? Not tiling, but the other thing. Whatever. The floating, there it is. Floating window manager. You can do that. You can do that, yes. But with Tmux, within Tmux, you get the option to have tabs of sorts. And this allows you to organize your tasks into groups. I often run a pane with a system monitor and a normal terminal for general commands. I have another pane open for Vim to edit text programs and websites with maybe another tab for, for browsing the web. And it just compiles and compiles and compiles. The best part is 
that I can detach from Tmux and return to my normal my normal terminal, and everything keeps running in the background. But then I reattach Tmux and it's like I never left. That's what's epic about Tmux. All of that's possible, and my CPU does not even hit 10%. Not even 10% usage. When all the heavy, when doing a heavy task such as video editing or rendering, the terminal will become your best friend since it's almost never a bottleneck. This is this is very very important. You can be doing six different things while your video is rendering, and because you're using terminal applications, they use such little CPU that it won't even hurt your rendering, and it, your rendering won't affect the terminal applications. We're gonna follow up. We're gonna get into now is customization. We all know that Linux is the king of customization, and your terminal applications are no exception to this rule. So let's continue. So customization. Let us continue. You're able to change colors for just about everything in your terminal. The background, the foreground, the words, how things appear when you search for them. Everything can be changed. Even the text. Size of the text. The weight of the text. Is it italicized or is it bold? Is it monospace or is it not? I recommend monospacing for your terminal though, if you don't use monospacing, it'll help you out a lot. Some terminal emulators are less customizable than others, but you can easily install another one over top of it, so if you're using, I don't know, the one that comes with Ubuntu and you want to use Xterm, it's just, it's just as easy to install it. I like Tmux for this reason as well. Since it is taking the terminal to a desktop level and how we, how we view terminals. They have a status bar which is completely customizable. You can add scripts to show the time and date, battery percentage, if you're on a, a VPN or not, and just so much more. Basically, if you can script it with Bash, you can add it to, this t to the status bar. And I love that. And it works a lot better than most of the GUI based options. You, is th this is very nice when logging into SSH, when logging in with SSH into servers, because you can have. It's often going to be an almost. I mean, often it always is a terminal when you do that. And if you're using Tmux as your terminal emulator inside your emulator, that's kind of confusing. You can have something super customizable, and you will ha have this desktop-like feel inside of your SSH window. This is awesome. I do it with my home server. I recommend it for everybody. You can customize everything to whatever it is you want to see. You can have it there at a glance, at the bottom or at the top. Switch between tabs, have different things running. You can have the monitor open, you can have a tab for just running commands open, you can be editing things in another tab. You could have a program running in one, you can have a program running in another one. It's super awesome for for servers SSHing into the servers. Gives you that desktop feel, as I said, that you wouldn't have otherwise with SSH. So, what's the best way to learn the terminal? I'm sure you guessed it. There's no better way than to start using it. If you do not have Linux, you should be playing around with it at the very least. It can be easily dual booted next to Windows and takes up very little space, unlike Windows. You may even be able to find a terminal emulator that will run as a program within Windows itself to get the feel of this powerhouse that is the terminal of Linux. If you have a Mac though, you already have terminal built in. 
It won't have the same exact functionality as the ones that you can get on Linux, but you can still do a lot of cool stuff. This is because Macs are built as a spin-off of Unix, kind of, sort of, and Linux is as well. Linux is built on GNU, GNU stands for GNU is not Unix, it's a Unix-like system as well as Macintosh computers. I do believe that you can even get Tmux running on your Mac terminal through Homebrew, but I don't use Macs, so look that up. The more you use the terminal, the more you will find how much time it saves you. What I really would be cool to see is a counter that shows me, you save this much time using terminals. I don't know how you'd calculate that, but it'd be cool to see. There is a small learning curve, as with everything, and there's also no possible way that you can memorize every single command that you can do in your terminal. There's just way too many. Just run a search for online for whatever you need to do within the terminal and you'll find the command in said section. You can literally have a terminal with just terminal and you can open up web browsers and you can search like the websites and you can search if you use Google, DuckDuckGo, search, uh, Cirix, Searchix, um, start page. You can search those sites within the browser and you'll get the information because it's just text anyway. You can find what you're looking for. It's very convenient. Always be careful though running commands you find online. Make sure you understand what the line of code does before you execute it on your PC. This is very imperative. Especially if it asks you to run as sudo or root, since that will give the command full access to your operating system and computer. So thanks for listening, I appreciate it. Patreon.com slash if you want to support. If you don't, that's cool too. I'll see you next time guys.